Hey Parkway, it's Pastor Jason Dillon and I am so excited to, to be talking to you with just two days between us and Christmas Day. And uh, hopefully on Christmas morning, for many of you, your kids will be flooding into the living room and you'll enjoy a time of festivities and family being together, opening presents. I pray that that time is a joyful time for you. You know, we get to experience the joy of Christmas. When Christ came to us, the world was not very joyful. In fact, the Roman government so dominated the world that their reach was far and wide and they were not kind. They were, they were uh, conquerors. They were oppressors to the people that they conquered. On top of all of this, they demanded taxes from the people that they governed. And so the literal coming of Christ was set at a time that was not perfect. Jesus came at a perfect time, but He came to imperfect people and He came to a very imperfect world. And so I want to just talk to you about that because we derive hope out of Christmas and we are renewed in our faith whenever we consider and we begin to think about Christ and what He has done for us. But those people that were living in the setting and the surrounding areas of His birth, they were living in some dire, dire times. Do you realize that the voice of God had been silent for 400 years? God had spoken all through the Old Testament. But at the time of Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Testament, there had been no word since from God. How often do we have the joy of hearing a word from God on a Wednesday night, such as we are together now. Or maybe a Sunday morning sermon. God uses the man of God who is preaching to communicate clearly the truths of God's word. And it seems as though God is speaking directly to us on a personal level. The people that lived in the days of Jesus' birth they had not been privileged to hear God's voice for generations. Can you imagine if you were to say, I haven't heard the voice of God, neither has my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, and go back about six generations. But we are privileged to give our kids something much more on this Christmas day than just brightly wrapped packages and uh, a warm meal in their stomach. We can give them the comfort of knowing Mom and dad have the privilege of knowing Jesus Christ because he has come to us personally through the power of the new birth. Imagine if you were Joseph and Mary, your expectations, your trepidation, your um, uncertainty of gathering in Bethlehem that night, knowing you were there in town to pay taxes, but God was doing something on a much larger scale. Can I just let many of you know that in your life right now, your beautiful Christmas morning uh, or the, this Christmas season may be overshadowed by some fears and some troubles, things that are happening in your life that you have to deal with. Whether it's the government or whether it's uh, something that's personal, yet in all of this that Joseph and Mary were enduring, Christ came. And he came with a mission. So I want to give to you some hope that whenever God comes to us or he speaks to us, no matter what is going on in our life, 
God overshadows even that and says, I have a purpose. And that purpose not only involves you, but it will affect you and it will bless your life. Christ came to bring salvation to the world. And we take comfort in that. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Because God is our Emmanuel. He came near to us so that he could be with us. And that alone, that brings great comfort to my heart. Because anytime I am experiencing a difficult moment, the most common feeling is that God will probably want to separate from me because I am not perfect. And, and uh, whenever I am experiencing something uh, and I'm seeing something in someone else's life, a, a moment of imperfection, my human nature pulls back from them because I don't know how to deal with their imperfections. So we tend to take that same scenario and we put it on God. That if I have imperfections, God most certainly will want to pull back from me because he doesn't want to deal with me. However, God didn't pull back from us. God did not pull away from us. God came near to us. In the man Christ Jesus, God looked at the mess of our world, both personally and corporately, and he said, I'm still coming. I'm coming because I can change what's going on in their world. I want to give to you a message on this Wednesday night via this fireside chat that God is able to change whatever the situation or the scenario is in your life. I don't know what mess you're in, whether that was from an external source or maybe that was internally brought upon yourself through our own sinful flesh. Jesus Christ can change everything. And I love how God unfolds the story that the shepherds who were on the hillside, angels showed up to them. You can imagine on this starry night, they're, they're just, they've been here before. They've endured and experienced countless nights of watching over sheep. But suddenly there is an angel and then there are multitudes of angels and there is a glow that is in the very night air and angels are speaking to them, giving to them a message that unto you is born this day in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. They had been looking for the Messiah. They had been longing for someone who could undo and, and deal with their problems in a greater capacity than they could. And Christ came. And so they made their way to Bethlehem. And when they got there, they did indeed find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laying in a manger. Christ was born. They beheld him, the Lamb of God, who would take away the sins of the world. What I love about these shepherds, and I want to remind you, they were the shepherds who were put in charge of providing sheep for the temple. The lambs that would actually be used on the Day of Atonement, which was a yearly day where the Jews would offer this lamb as a sacrificial lamb. Well, they knew what lambs looked like and how they should look for imperfections and what a perfect lamb looked like. So God used temple shepherds who oversaw the upbringing of the lambs. He said, I want you to go and look at my lamb the one that I will provide 
who will take away the sin of the world. And on that night, they came, they beheld him, and sure enough, they gave their approval. And they said, yep, this is the one. I want to tell you, God loves us. God loves humanity. And in this year of 2020, that's been filled with dismay and upset and turbulence and trouble and cares that sometimes are beyond our ability to comprehend. God is not pulling away from us. God is going to come near us because He cares about us. So I want to bless each of you on this Wednesday night message to tell you that please don't treat Christmas with a casual approach because when God came near, it was very intentional. Please don't treat Christmas with just a, um, a blasé approach or uh, purchasing merchandise or let's get more toys, but teach your kids the importance that Christmas is about God caring for humanity enough to give us a solution that would not only answer the question, but it would save our very lives. Jesus loves the people of Parkway and for all of those who are watching this, maybe you're not connected to Parkway Church in Madison, but this message is for you. That in the midst of your life, in the middle of a mess that anybody in their right mind would possibly pull back from, God says, no, I'm not pulling away. I'm going to come near. And when I come near, I'm going to bring with me hope. I'm going to bring with me an answer to the question, a solution to the problem. Jesus Christ is Emmanuel, God with us. And He wants to fill us with His Spirit this Christmas season. Not just the eggnog that may be flowing into your glass, but to fill us with the joy that nothing can take away from us. And the hope that even though we've endured 2020, 2021 can be and will be a better year. Why? How can we say with such confidence that things can get and they will get better? Because our God is a God who knows how to work with impossibilities. When we say it's impossible and we literally wring our hands and say, I'm done. I cannot work with this. I can't work with them. I can't work with those. God says, that's exactly where I excel. I can work with them and those and I can work with this. And I can bring about something that glorifies my name because He is the God who works impossible things and makes them possible. In the beginning, our God said, let there be when there was nothing. So if you feel at the end of 2020, you have nothing left to give or you have nothing left to work with, welcome to God's workshop. We often talk about Santa's workshop, but God works best when we offer him nothing and we say, God, I have nothing left. And God says, that's the materials I've been looking for all along. And he begins to work a work that will give him glory. So on this 23rd of December, as we approach Christmas Day, remember, he's looking for a reason to come near. Not a reason to pull away or disregard or say, I don't know who they are. No, he knows who we are. And because he knows us best, 
He can save us in the midst of our mess, in the midst of our troubles. I want to pray for you, Parkway, and all those who are watching this moment, this fireside chat, that the Spirit of God would bless you. If you would, just close your eyes wherever you're at right now, and let's have a moment of prayer. Father, in the beautiful name of Jesus, I pray for every person that's watching this message right now that in the midst of their nothingness, in the midst of what they have left over, feeling the insufficiency of who they are and what they can provide to God, God, would you allow them to feel your spirit, the same spirit that drew near in Jesus in a manger to an imperfect world. God, you brought your perfection to people who could offer you nothing in return. You gave your best, and God, it was wonderful. You gave yourself in the man Christ Jesus. I pray, God, for every family, for every home that's listening and watching right now, would you allow them to feel the peace and the sufficiency that comes from knowing that Jesus Christ is our Savior. Lord, change us. And when we say it's impossible, God, that's where we lift it to you. And you say, that's exactly what I've been looking for. I work best when it is impossible. I pray for our people. I pray for the saints of God connected to Parkway, that you would be with them this holiday season. Give them hope. Give them joy. Renew them in the Spirit of God. Let them feel the refreshing joy of knowing God is our salvation. God is our sufficiency. And because of Him, we will lift our faces in confidence to the future and say, the best is yet to come because our God is in control. I love each and every one of you. I'm so thankful for the privilege of being connected to you. I pray that this end of the year is filled with God's peace. And let's look ahead to 2021. I don't know how. I don't know exactly how God does anything that God does. But I know this, 2021 will be beautiful and perfect in every way because God is working in us. I bless you. Have a great Christmas morning and time of fellowship with your family. God bless you. Hi, listeners. This is Scott, producer of the Parkway Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of the Parkway Podcast. Remember that we offer video versions of the podcast on our YouTube and Facebook Parkway Church channels, in addition to the audio versions on your favorite podcast provider, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Our Parkway Church Madison app also features the podcast and much more, such as sign-up opportunities for upcoming events and classes and connect group registrations. The app and our website www.parkwaychurch.net also offers service archives and the option to give to help support this ministry so that we can continue to bring you this message of hope each week. Thank you as always for listening and look forward to our next episode.